going on, everybody? I'm Yessie. I'm Chrissy, and you are listening to the Filthy Beat Inspectors podcast. We're coming to you live from our bedroom studio in Denver on a snowy day. Hope everyone is staying warm out there, whoever is tuning in from Denver. <laughs> but for this episode, we have a very special guest, Sweet Teeth. Hey, what's going on, Familia? Hey. <laughs> what's going on, Sweet Teeth? <laughs> Not much. Excited to be here with you guys. Yeah, we're super excited cool. to have you. <laughs> Thanks for joining. So Absolutely. Yeah, so Eric Hoffman, better known as Sweet Teeth, is a producer based out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He recently released three new tracks on Excision's label, Subsidia Records. And if that wasn't enough, he also released the Rage EP on Grave Dancer that has us all breaking rails over here. <laughs> In our living rooms. <laughs> Actually, no, screw the rail. We're breaking our desks. That's the way to do it. That was, that was a 10 out of 10 bio. Just everything. Yeah. That was really good. I'm proud yes, of he, that. Yes, he has a degree in biography writing, actually. That's solid. It's, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really good. I'm impressed. Heck yeah. Well, first of all, you know, we have you under arrest right now. We're going to have to issue a citation for the Rage EP because that shit is oh. filthy. Not again. <laughs> I can't go back to jail. <laughs> hey, jail's in Denver, though. So, you know, virtual Ooh, jail. All right. I'm down for jail. If jail's in Denver, I'm super down. <laughs> Heck yeah. The true base capital. All right. For everyone Literally. listening, Denver is a true base capital. That's what they say. Don't That's change my mind. Say. I'm with it. I liked it when I was there. Haven't been to a show there, but like, yeah, it seems pretty, pretty freaking cool for uh, all things bass and dubstep and honestly, just the EDM, all of it. When were you last out here? Um, on the way to Salt Lake City. Uh, my managers live in Denver, so I stopped by to see them sort of like an extended layover type of thing. So like, you know, layover in Denver, but actually like leave the airport chill for a day and then go back in the airport and fly to Salt Lake. But I was like, you know what, if I can like stop and just catch what the city is, then I want to do that. Cause like, I normally just roll in and land and go right to the ski mountain. And then I don't actually go to Denver at all. Oh, so wow. like, yeah, it was cool to actually go to the city itself. Like, uh, when was it like middle of September? So it was really nice weather. Yeah. It was like totally not snowing, uh, the same how it is, uh, when like, you know, right now for you guys. Yeah, so. Denver has a lot more to offer besides just weed and dubstep, you know? <laughs> no, At least that's absolutely. what they want people to think. Hey, I, be I believe it. I got there and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. There's all kinds of weed things. The eat Like, there's definitely, sh like, you could just tell, like, a lot of, there's a lot of show going type of people, mm -hmm. I guess. For lack of a better term, there's just, yeah, a lot of, like, people that I could see going to, you know, whether it's, like, a funk show or, like, a pretty lights show or, like, mm -hmm. you know, a an excision show like there's a, every, all those people were there walking around in the flesh i was like i feel like i'm like in the back end of an ad campaign in the city of denver but i'm like literally looking at the people that you're targeting yeah like, i agree even just today i went to the gym and this girl started working out in the machine next to me and she was wearing a lost land shirt and excision hat and so i, I mean of course i had to say hi to her like Literally, mm -hmm. I always run into at least one person at the gym that's wearing some sort of headbanger. <laughs> that's the difference. Right? That's Denver in a nutshell right there. It's like if you do that in a different city, like it's way more rare. Like it'll happen in Philly for sure. But like way like you have to be in the right spots, mm -hmm. you know, like you're just at the gym, any old gym, you know. 
Yeah, and I feel like I was driving, like, I feel like once a week I see an excision sticker or, like, I can't drive anywhere without seeing some sort of, like, base head or, like, dubstep or even just an EDM in general type car decal. Yep, (laughs) definitely. All over the back windshield. And, like, I don't know if that's because, like, the weed went out there or, like, the timing of the weed going out there, kind of, like, (laughs) the same time that, like, the bass music scene blew up more, I guess. Like 2000, like 13 or 14 or 15, mm-hmm. or I guess like a blend of all the years, right? Like, yep. I feel like it went from like progressive house and like trap remixes to like dubstep land. And then like, they're like, oh, we're going to put weed in Denver too. And then like people were like, oh, let's go there. There's yeah, also what? Red Rocks. <laughs> Perfect you know? combination. It is. Yeah. And people <laughs> are like running to move here. I think that we have a yeah. higher growth of, we call them implants than almost any other state, you know? Yes, he's an implant. I mean, yes, Matt, Matthew's implant. an implant. Yeah, everyone's an implant around me. You're actually from Denver, Chrissy, I take it? I'm one of the rare natives. And, you know, we're kind of, we're not arrogant about it, but we kind of are because everyone's just coming here and they're smoking all of our weed and they're listening to all of our music. And no one, they say they're from Colorado, but they're really not. So they're just sucking off beef. the culture. Yeah, they're right in the high. They weren't literally. born into the culture. They didn't develop. You develop the culture. It's because of the great people like you. You know, exactly. The FBI. It's really, it's really tough to find actual Colorado natives here. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of like LA or something too. Yeah, literally everyone I've met is from out of state, and I'm just like, who yep. is from Colorado? Like, is anyone from here? Did you all flee? I so feel that. I so feel that. Would you, consider, yeah, would you ever consider, yeah, would you ever consider moving out here? Yeah. Every American should consider moving to Denver. Absolutely. I, I just think it <laughs> doesn't even matter who you are. Like everyone's, thi- literally, it's, they're thinking about it. Guaranteed. Heck yeah. Guaranteed. Well, if you move here, you can come to the rooftop penthouse party that we're going to throw next spring. So, Ooh, or you can just come cool. to visit, you know. Yeah, Probably we'll be, be here. before that, but that sounds pretty mm-hmm. fun. I mean, rooftop parties are a huge win. They're, they're cool. Especially when you get like a big mountain-esque like backdrop. Heck That's yeah. the difference. You're in the city, but there's mountains too. It's the like, best of both worlds. We just, you just, in Philly, you go on a roof and you don't really see any mountains because there's no mountains. You probably just see like miles. smog and pollution and like homeless yeah. people maybe. And as, as someone once said, bad things happen here. So you just go on a roof and you just see all the bad things happening in Philadelphia. Bird's eye view. <laughs> but but it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So like we're good. Hey, it's there fine. You go. It's always sunny. Yeah. Always. <laughs> well, I mean, Philadelphia has to have something good in the water because you're out there making bangers. Exactly. That's why our pizza tastes better. It's because the water and you know, that sort of affects the bread and the crust. So yeah, that's the water is a little polluted. I, I get yelled at for <laughs> drinking the tap water, but like <laughs> It's just if the water's gonna kill me, then like it is what it is. Like I mean, you're not dead, so you seem to be good. doing fine. Just dead inside. That's all. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, well, tell us, walk us through um, your process for the Rage EP, because like that popped out of nowhere. Mm, for sure. Um, so like, wasn't designed to be an EP. Like I didn't say like, okay, I'm gonna make three songs and have it be an EP sort of just like shooting songs back and forth with like labels, like those three just happened to like, they were like, we like this one, this one, this one, and this one. So I was like, cool, uh, we'll call it an EP. You know what I mean? And like, I was like, yeah, they kind of all like fit together. They all vibe together, but they all sort of like started from like different stuff. Like uh, 
honestly i think like the the rage song was just uh like i wanted to create something new that night because like producing is like a lot of different things right like sometimes you can't just have fun and like make new songs like you got to finish your old songs no one likes doing it we hate it but like sometimes you gotta just not do that and just make something new you just like need to have a creative burst of energy and like I just like made that one one night and like i think i was watching big mouth at the time the tv show so i was like yeah the hormone monster guy needs to go and <laughs> go in a song like for sure so you naturally download like the uh the youtube compilation of his best lines and then you just pick the ones that work and i was like rage is obviously something that people do at shows so we'll do that i think the second one was uh milky sent me like this really cool intro thing with no drop and i was like yo this is like insane like i have like a drop idea that could work with it and then last one was like just a collab that failed like multiple times kind of thing like i was like hey do you want to work on it they never worked on it hey do you want to work on it no they didn't work on it either so like then eventually like um i sent it out so i send out like works in progress because they're like done enough I know like most people will say like, make sure you're only sending finished songs, but like all my songs that end up like doing well or getting signed, like they're usually signed as works in progress. And then I'm like, Oh, I'll finish it for you mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like, I was like, all right, I guess it's no longer collab. I'll just finish it myself kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Work smarter. Kind of came harder. together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Well, what about Subsidia? I mean, you released like one track on each collective, you know, Dust, Dawn, Night. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that, how did, did you send those tracks to Excision and then he wanted to sign all three on Subsidia? Like, just walk us through that process. So that one is, um, I guess as most like dubstep guys go, like we all naturally send, you know, once someone has like the Excision email, then you gotta mm-hmm. like, you're like, okay, we gotta send, we gotta promo a song or two. So like we have like a, you know, a nice little like couple song email chain going. He's like, oh, this is sick. Thanks. Cool. Um, And then like one day over the summer, get like a random email from uh, like the A&R at the, well, that's the thing. Like no one knew what was going on at the time. I just got an email from a guy, you know? Um, And it's someone I actually knew from Philly. His name's Jake. And like, cause he manages like a friend of mine from Philly. So he's someone that like, I kind of like personally knew, but then I like saw the email and it's like, you know, at excision sort of like email address. And I was like, Oh, so I guess, yeah, I guess he's like looking for like lost lands compilation tunes. Is that Jake Barnett? Yeah, that's Jake. Yeah, I've heard his name before. He's, he seems like a mover and a shaker. He's a mover and a shaker. No, he's <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the thing. He does all kinds of different stuff. So I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like random cold email for Jake looking for like what we all thought were uh, like lost lands compilation songs. And up until like literally like the week of or the day of like pro- i think like the day of we didn't know it was like a label or anything um wow. with like all those different artists like the way they wanted to do it like with the surprise element you can't really tell like someone would have would have leaked the mm-hmm. the the sauce you know so like yeah they didn't really tell us anything and then they were like surprise you're- it's a label not a lost lands compilation like it is a Lost Lands thing, but it's also like the label. So yeah. it was pretty cool. I was like, this is awesome. Like he's, he's like, shit, I can't throw my big festival. So like, how can I still like, you know, do my excision moves and being the genius that he is, he was like, I'll make a label. Cause he already had a label back in the day, which I sort of like, I guess it just kind of went dormant. And I guess he was like, let's, let's do it again. But he yeah. did it so big. 
So yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Same thing. I just sent them like a bunch of songs and like they picked those three out of like 10 or 15. And I was like, huh, not the three I would have guessed, but like, I'll take it. And then like with the different styles of each compilation, I'm like, oh, now I get it. There's a method to the madness here. Yes. I feel like you're the only artist that was able to do the triple crown. I think there's some other ones that have three songs, but they might've like doubled down on like certain compilations yeah. kind of there thing. There was, I think Sullivan King was another one yeah. that released up to three. I know there were some other artists that definitely released three songs, mm -hmm. but you definitely got one on each collective. Whereas I was happy it worked out like that. Yeah. Cause I like to kind of make awesome. everything too. Like making all the different wubs, like happy wubs, mad wubs, vibe wubs, all the different wubs, you know? Did you start out making like trap or house or? I made like meme trap remixes, honestly. <laughs> like that's probably the best way to describe it. Like uh, my, I, I took like a class in high school and my senior project was like, I remixed the song from Madagascar, like the movie. Oh, that's ben, cool. With Ben Stiller. Like the I like to move it, move it song. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, I want to hear that. It, <laughs> it's pretty bad, but it's also like kind of like the idea is so good. It's one of those things like in a year or two, like I need to remake the old songs with like proper production techniques. Um, but yeah, like that was like what I started doing. And then like I sampled the the kid Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Like the kid is like, Beep -da 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 -da. like that kid. I was like, I was like, ooh put that with a beat under it, hell yeah. So yeah, that's kind of like how it started. Cause dubstep was way too hard to make, honestly. Yeah. It was just way too hard. And no one gave away any secrets. Like you couldn't even find like a good sample or anything. Um, mm -hmm. And then like, I guess over like 2014, 15 and 16, people like started to give away some of their techniques and sauce, I guess, mm -hmm. more. So then it became more accessible to make the stuff that you wanted to make. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like this is possible. You're like, okay, at least I have like a good kick drum now. Like that's a start. Like you couldn't even do that back in the day. So yeah, it was very like elitist, like only yeah. the gatekeepers were like making good dubstep songs kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Cause like so. back then I remember Electro House was the yeah. huge thing like Ford Fustang. That, so that was the other thing I tried to make. I wasn't really good at making that either. The electric Ford yeah. Fustang was like my favorite artist, oh. no lie. We were supposed to see Mord Fustang at Red Rocks one year for Global and his visa got denied. And so it was like the morning oh. of we found out that he couldn't come. Um, but that year was so epic. I think it was like Nadia Ali, like Emma Hewitt, all the trance god goddesses mm. and gods, um, knife party. So he could kind of like go on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was Yeah, like him and Knife Party were like my favorite things. It was just like it was like dubstep house. I think they called it like Complextro. Yeah. Complex elect electro or something. Mm -hmm. That was still really hard to make too. Of <laughs> so. course. Yeah. yeah. And I was Ableton around Ableton's been around for how long? Like forever? Probably I think people were using it then. Yeah. Yeah. I've also heard of like Fruity Loopies. Fruity, Fruity Loopies. Loops. Yeah. Good old Fruity Loops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't use either of those, to be honest. I use Logic. I'm one of like oh. the five. You're one of the yeah. rare ones, all right? Mm. I see. A unicorn. Be rare. <laughs> There's like a couple people that, that have used it. Like uh, Bandles uses it or used to use it. Uh, GLD used it or uses it still. Like a lot of people, I can't even say like, because a lot like Bandles used it. And now I think they use Ableton. They like left. So the less and less every day. 
we're like we're an extinct we're becoming extinct yeah but people like calvin harris use it or like i think hmm. lax used it there's a couple names but like yeah like 10 percent of us maybe yeah have you heard the new lax alias link oh what dude no oh my gosh it's so <laughs> are you not supposed good. to say anything no it's out it's on welcome you have to look up oh link. what i'm looking it's it called up. link can't touch me is my favorite song and yeah link he, can't he touch went me? over to like turbo house now wait what's turbo house it's like super <laughs> fast house music, oh okay i like that i call yeah. it like speed house but i yeah. like turbo house better exactly turbo's way cooler yeah, you have to check it out. I think Calvin Harris also has an alias. He does. I'm sure it's he does. Love gener is it Love Generation? Something like that. Last Something time like looked, that. he already we, had so oh. many monthly listeners. And he, had he already him. had like a million. Yeah, literally. Easily. Yeah, naturally whatever he does, is it's just going to like pop off really quick. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, check out uh, Link because Link is the next big thing. So back to you. Your bio says that essentially you make music that makes your teeth rot <laughs> so what does that even mean um honestly Walk us through it please <laughs> my managers and i came up with that not too long ago so like we're still determining what it means mm. but he like said like my god chance said that and i was like that's really good i was like that's like he's like yeah it's your catchphrase i'm like we edited it and we got it down to that and like i think for me like what it would mean is like um things that can make your teeth rot are either like really sweet right like really like happy vibey good like i guess in musical terms like melodic or Mm -hmm. like things that make them rot could be like really angry and destructive and like you know bad so like dubstep heavy stuff so that's like inevitably where i want to like head to as i guess like you know making some stuff that you can listen to at home and like in the car and then also stuff for the shows stuff to like rage to you know at Mm -hmm. a concert yeah so yeah especially with like the country and shows getting shut down i was very much like i need to make music for strip like that you that is not for shows so like i have a lot of that too so i think there's a lot of like push and pull and i think like that slogan help will will help in the future tie everything together Mm -hmm. i feel like also i was talking about this the other day with someone the music industry is one of the only industries that's constantly evolving every single day. Like every week, the music industry is doing something new. Like case in point, the slander stream two yeah. weekends ago. I mean, oh my gosh, like that was the first, look at how far we've come since February. Like mm-hmm. our first live stream was like me in my living room dancing around, like headbanging. Are you and... talking about the Medusa one? Mm-hmm. I was ironically, that's literally open on my computer, the tab. Yeah, and that was <laughs> so Their whole epic. like gang did it like, I was like, oh, Nightmare did one too. And I was like, oh, Sudden Death did one too. So I like watched all of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they were great. Yeah. And it's so cool that your tagline kind of can adapt to music that's not just for shows. Um, because yeah. that's what you need in today's day and age. Like nothing's going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. I haven't Absolutely. seen anyone more creative than people in the industry, mm-hmm. in the music industry specifically. Literally. We're just out here trying to do whatever we can do to get likes, views, yeah. plays, like... <laughs> stay relevant whatever the word or term is but yeah it's definitely like a battle right now for sure i mean like some of it you can kind of tell some artists it's like okay we get it like stop trying to get likes but a lot of the artists i feel like are doing groundbreaking things like we've Mm -hmm. talked about it before but ula sile with halcyon yeah super cool. cool different stuff 
you know mm -hmm. like that stuff like you could play it at a show but it's also like nice to listen to not at a show so i yeah. think like this whole thing is like moved people towards like that or producers towards making that and i think like i think there's still like fans like rocking out to the crazy stuff at home mm -hmm. like for sure but yeah like, I think, like the tear out yeah like people <laughs> are just going nuts to that at home definitely you know? yes like you're cleaning your room and you just want to rage but you know you need like the the more listenable stuff too Mm -hmm. So yeah, stuff that provokes cavities, you know, rotting or, uh, you know, <laughs> either through means of breaking your teeth or rotting through uh, eating bad food. Yes, it's a double entendre. <laughs> exactly. That's um, the word, double entendre. Yes. Well, we have a special question before we bring in, we have one big surprise for you a little bit later on. So we have a question okay. and then there will be a surprise later so okay the, f the first thing and this is a submitted question from yale as you know he's on our street team yale on the rail is yale on the rail shout out shout out, out. <laughs> yeah shout out catch him on the rail at your next show probably literally out in the east coast <laughs> no I, I he literally was just at the last one i did and um i think like he was in the front row and there wasn't like a rail there was a rope and it was he was just like yale don't even need a rail oh heck no, no. he's a traveling rail he, he is the rail. Yale is the rail. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yes. Well, he's wondering who your biggest musical influences are. That's his question? That's his I, big question. I was well, he had another one that question. we're not. We're probably not going to say the other one. Okay. See, that's the one I was nervous about okay. for sure. <laughs> the biggest musical inspirations? Yes. Um, Honestly, like, I guess there's like two categories. There's like people that you think they're dope and you want to sound like them. And then there's just like iconic people. So like short answer for like the people I think sound really cool are like Ray Volpe or Tosoki or like Zomboy, Eptic, like some of those guys. But like overall, like musical icon inspirations are like, uh, like people you, you wouldn't guess, like uh, Jimmy Buffett. Mm -hmm. I think that dude is fucking insane. He has an unbelievable cohesive sound, created a new genre, has like marketing and brand stuff out the wazoo. Like mm -hmm. he has a, he has his own beer. Like what? Yeah. Like, like and it, it all works. Like you show up to the concert in your Hawaiian shirt and you're drinking a land shark lager and it's like country music, but no one really likes country music. So it's country music, but beach music. Mm -hmm. So it's you, beach like, country. I feel like anyone can vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, no disrespect to him. He's not like Celine Dion quality of a singer, right? Like they're just really Who is? good. No one is like, no one can talk. He's not like that kind of singer. He's just a really good songwriter. And like, you can sing along to everything and they all have good meanings. Well, not like good meanings as in like, you know, like the Catholic mm -hmm. church would probably get mad at let's just get drunk and screw. Well, they but, would uh, get mad at our entire genre then. Yeah, exactly. So that's not the point, but like, it's all, uh, it's all good stuff. Like it's all good stuff. So like he's definitely up there for me. And then like, um, I love Ozzy Osbourne. Like the Oz is like OG fave guy. Mm -hmm. um, and then even the people like, uh, I guess like Elvis even kind of stuff, like Elvis, Johnny Cash. Cause those guys are like, they did it first. They did it best. Or like maybe there's someone that did it first, right? Like there's always someone that did it and then like, Elvis saw it and then he made it big. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe that's not what happened. But like some of the people that broke the ice for everything, you know, like yeah. in those sort of time periods. So like, I think like, you know, those guys are good at that. Like Ozzy kind of did that whole thing in his time period. Um, 
So yeah, those are like a couple that come to come to mind. Yeah, I like the Jimmy Buffett answer because my mom loves Jimmy Buffett, and so we're all just wasting <laughs> away in Margaritaville, right? <laughs> Literally, yeah. These people are just like they're so like deep into their brands, and like the whole thing is just so cult-like and iconic that like I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, this is incredible. I mean, even like pre-cancellation base nectar, like the oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> The guy that started, like, yeah, he, like, started a cult. Like, the whole thing, I just am, like, I don't even get it. But, like, I do at the same time. Like, it's so cool. I still so see cool. those stickers on cars out here. Like, I think I saw one yeah. yesterday. He yeah. could be, like, a 10-person murderer, and people would still love him. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, deep his, like, brand and, like, the message is, I guess, of, like, his music and stuff. So, yeah, stuff like that is, like, super those people are like the most inspiring to me i guess yeah that's awesome well okay we're gonna ask yale's hard question now because you did such a good job answering his first question the second i earned the second question you earned it yeah (laughs) yeah let's go okay second question from yale do you think he's cute yale absolutely (laughs) he's so cute but like (laughs) <laughs> cute, cute in the face but like his body's not really cute because i'm scared because he's really strong <laughs> you he don't want to really get strong. on his bad side <laughs> yeah like i think cute would if you called someone like yale cute i think that would be an insult yeah because when they can bench like double my weight that's like scary cute that's not cute <laughs> he's literally gonna snap the rail <laughs> it's like grizzly bear versus teddy bear like he's he's a grizzly bear you know yeah. like He's, he's he's a weapon. He's a unit, but he's a cute unit. So awesome. a little yeah. both. That's the hybrid. answer we were looking for. <laughs> and that's the one you got because it's the honest answer from the heart. Like I was on the stage and I looked down and I was like, that, that is such a cute guy. But then his shirt wasn't on and I was like, damn. Oh, well, there's always that, that person on the rail, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's going to break. He's, he's going to hurt someone, but he's a gentle giant. Gentle giant. Well, we have another gentle giant as a surprise for you today, actually. Amazing. We have a wild zombie here in the studio. Are you oh ready to do a lightning round with him? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. We're going to turn the light on here because it's getting really dark. We forgot that, you know, it starts to get dark. Yeah, right? It's dark in 6 my room. PM. Whoa, Ooh, look at that. That is bright. <laughs> I turned on a black light. So, so we'll let really the wild zombie take over. Oh, he's coming in. Matt's Yo. been here the whole time. <laughs> What's, What's going up? on, buddy? How are you, homie? Dude, Damn. amazing. How are I you? I haven't heard your voice in like months. It's so soothing, ASMR. I know, ASMR, sweet teeth. Thank all God right. for our pop filters. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, all right, so since your name is Sweet Teeth, what's your favorite type of candy? Ooh, um, so it's very, it's not like super specific, but so there's Twizzlers, right? I think the pull and peel Twizzlers bang more than the regular Twizzlers. Those ones are so good. But then instead of pulling them, you just eat them as one thing. Oh, I actually just, yeah, I don't even take them apart. I just eat the whole. Yeah, like sometimes a three, three (laughs) rope combo is, is good with those. But like, yeah, the pull and peel Twizzlers, Hit different, and then Skittles, I guess, and then the th- the the big three are Milky Way, Snickers, and Three Musketeers, because they're essentially the same candy bar with each one adds a new element. Milky Way adds the caramel, Snickers adds the nuts. So like those three are up there. So yeah, those are those are my candies for you. 
Dude, hell yeah, I agree. I like Skittles too, to be honest, because um, I just like eating the whole thing at once. Oh, and then you the get like package. you get like a whole flavor of like uh, you get lime, you get that color of the rainbow. You taste you know? the whole rainbow. You taste the whole rainbow. The blue pack, the tropical pack, also hits hits a little harder too. Oh, I like that one a lot too. Yeah, it's got like yeah. pineapple and stuff. Yeah. See, they got a couple where it's like, okay, I'll take a pineapple over a lemon any day. I'll take pineapple over much of anything any day. So yeah, yeah. agreed. <laughs> SoundCloud or Spotify? Um, well, SoundCloud does not pay any bills, but <laughs> true. <laughs> it, I think has this like core, as you know, like it has the core fan, cult fan base on there. Like I have kids that are like, yo, like now, uh, like, why isn't your song on SoundCloud? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I guess like label didn't put it there yet. Or like, I didn't put it there kind of thing. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, like just let me know when it drops on SoundCloud. And I'm like, okay. Like, so I think you got to put it on everything so all the people can listen but uh like yeah there's there's a cult fan base on soundcloud that still exists but spotify you know pays the bills a little bit it and, does agreed and like only producers are on soundcloud now so yeah it's like <laughs> those cult fans half of them aren't technically fans they're just other producers yeah that like kind, that, they're kind of fans but like yeah they're also like doing the who same says thing we can't be life. both you know <laughs> you gotta do both but i listen to music on youtube because i'm like a prehistoric dinosaur in that sense yeah, I, I bang a lot of YouTube too because it's just like <clears throat> so convenient. It's, honestly, it's con yeah, it's convenient. Exactly. If you could only eat three food types for the rest of your life, what would they be? Oh, food types. Well, I guess naturally meat and cheese right off the bat. So then it's like, what's the third one? <laughs> <laughs> what Dude, an like, oddly, what an oddly worded question. I guess what's your th what like if you could only eat three food, three food. How three food? I'll answer it as many <laughs> ways that make sense to me. So like three food like cultures or genres would probably be like any sandwich type thing, like cheesesteak hoagie, you know, ham and cheese type stuff. And then mm -hmm. like Mexican food and sushi. So like, the, oh shit. But then it's like pizza. <laughs> yeah. You um, left out all of the, like the fire Italian you could possibly Yeah. Get. I guess that has to be the sub in fourth. Yeah. Easily. But then for just types of food, like meat and cheese are like my go-to things. And then, I mean, it's tough because do you put sweets and like candy and like baked goods as the third one or do you you save it for like vegetables? I mean, honestly, we're taking candy over vegetables, so. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. So there's, there's my dual answer for that question. All right. Aliens come to Earth. One of them asks you, hey, you, do the thing. You know the thing you humans do. What is the thing? <laughs> the thing that us humans do. <laughs> um, hmm. What do we do? What do we do that aliens wouldn't do? You know what I mean? I feel like as humans, we're all just, <laughs> we're all just really mean to each other. And I feel like other species should, like don't do that as much. But I wouldn't want to display that. So I would say like... Oh, that's a tough one. I keep thinking, pick your nose, but like aliens mm -hmm. probably have noses. But probably I have like huge boogers, dude. They probably have huge alien-sized boogers, like yeah. just huge like solar systems of boogers <laughs> in their noses. Galaxies um, of boogers. <laughs> yeah. I would just probably be really loud and pick my nose because that's what people do. That's a great answer, honestly. I think I would probably do the same thing. So. Like they're probably communicating through like non-audio -audi communication. They're just like, <laughs> they're just like, got it. Yeah, cool. So, so, so. <laughs> like, 
Why are babies in the womb for nine months, but ain't nine months old when they are born? <laughs> Yo, that's the real question. Oh, um, because they didn't have to deal with any of the bullshit yet. That's like, true. dude, I was trying to chill in the womb for like as long as possible. Like, I wasn't like a late baby or anything, but my mom was like, "Yo, you're like not trying to come out." <laughs> And I was like, hell yeah, why would I try to come out? It's perfect in there. It's probably cozy, you know? Yeah. A little, so like, a little honestly, damp, but not bad, you know? Moist, just the, <laughs> the, but the right moisture, you know? But, like, yeah, like, if you're in the womb, that's not real life. Like, you're, like, not dealing with any of the hardships of real the real world. You don't have to deal with other people. Sure. You know? Man. Like, yeah. So unless I you guess... have a – unless there's, like, another one in there, too, maybe. But, yeah. Oh, shit. That should count as like double life. You should be like You're born eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, you should just come out eighteen months old like you know, like I'm old as shit already. <laughs> if you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Well it depends. Was the floor clean before you dropped it, right? This is I getting mean, deep. And also like the the soap just merely dropped on the floor. This is the non inclusion of elbow grease, which is essential for cleaning. So mm-hmm. So, so I would say the, the soap oh, I guess just became the dirty. <laughs> yeah, you would have to apply the soap. So the, the floor is, is what it is, and the soap becomes dirty. Baseball or lax? <laughs> Obviously lax, dude. <laughs> Yo, I knew that was going to be base, Baseball is America's pastime, a.k.a. like it was in the past. Yeah, it cool. it's, it's been done. Anymore. It's over. Yeah, it's done. It's done. But, yeah, I mean, lax really isn't popular compared to baseball, so – Here's the greatest question that I'll, I'm going to give to you on this podcast. Uh, not give to you, but ask you. Yeah, I was going to say, do I get to keep it? <laughs> yeah, you get to keep this one, yeah. All right, Porsche or Thornberry? Ooh, as far as, like, what we were talking about earlier, like, Thornberry is the better meme and the more creative idea, but Porsche was executed better, so I got to take Porsche. Porsche yeah. was an anthem. I remember when Apex was, like, up up to everyone on apex was crushing literally, it literally i got the apex shirt in my closet like who who owned apex like who was it was it a sub a sub label of another big yeah. company oh i can't even i yeah. think his name was like oliver Oliveira, uh, something like sort of spanishy sounding unique name i can't remember i don't think he was an artist though like I think he like ran a collective or something. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a cool little thing. With like, the whole gang was on. Like, yeah, just that was all all of our OG music, and it was like. There's actually out. not many people on that, um, like release compilation that that was on that are still actually making music. So it's impressive to see some names still pursuing yeah. and actually doing like so much better than where they were even back then. Mm-hmm. you know yeah which is like just shows like the ten thousand hour and persistence you know what i mean kind of thing so yeah big time and even like amf and black sheep like andy mm-hmm. and richie are they're still making music together which is kind of cool so, so like cool people yeah. have stayed friends and like close to that point for like years yeah damn we've really been in this game yeah Literally, we just, when, it was when does it like end? Just without <laughs> thinking. I think there just is no end. It's just like a video game that doesn't have a final level. Yeah, I'm like, you know. Yeah, you just <laughs> kind of keep going. As long it's as just, it's fun, you just can keep going. I facts, guess. I feel that. Well, that closes off the lightning round brought to you by me, Matt, 
slash high zombie. That was that was well done. Well executed questions. Of course. I'm gonna let these ladies hop back on. Well thanks for popping in. That was a pleasant surprise. I know, I just thought it'd be cute to see your face, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll see your face in the flesh. Not not <laughs> too long from now, for sure. I'll be back in the Denver. I hope so. That or I'll have to see you out east, even though we never really Yeah, people say that. I'm like, you don't need to come out here. You're not missing much. Yeah, yeah, really. It's cool. It's cool. It was cool when we went to the LAX tournament together because, like, we had an – it was a cool activity. Um, We went to that really nice house on the river. We got faded that night together. It was a bonding experience. Yeah, like, all of that (laughs) – those good things happened. You know, all of those good things happened. But it wasn't like, oh, come to Philly to see the cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was like, just come like, come on down to New Jersey, come hang out. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah there was there's people here and a vent here and beers here and a river and a come cool hang house. out at Three Mile Island. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> All right, brother, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Hop, hop in. And we're back. And we're back. Did you miss us? I mean, now I miss Matt, but I missed you guys a lot too. <laughs> oh. Damn. Wow. Fine then. I see how it is. Well, it's our time to go then anyways. Damn. R.I.P. <laughs> Went by so quick. I jinxed it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Happens. Well, what would you think of those questions on the lightning round? I think whoever wrote them is a genius. <laughs> and the guy asking them, very cute. We yeah. love Matt. He's I heard best. you guys talking about alien boogers. I don't really mm-hmm. know. I, it was about like I don't I don't know what I would show the aliens that us humans do. Like I feel like we just pick our nose, we're loud, and we just do dumb things. So sounds like every plethora. baby. Yeah, it's a whole plethora of things. Well, as a dubstep FBI, it's our duty to show them the high knees. Mm-hmm. So I would show them the headbang and high knees. Yeah. Yeah, showing the aliens how to headbang that would be an important thing. <laughs> For the TikTok. For the TikTok. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Lord. Does Dubstep FBI have a TikTok? Of course. No way. We're not super active on it. We're learning. I've already like rinsed my whole camera roll posting videos on it, so I'm like, we're looking for one of our street team members to help with it. Now taking applications, Dubstep FBI, TikTok. Yes. You know, campaign manager. TikTok campaign manager, I love that. Yeah. Whoever's listening, apply now. Mm-hmm. Apply now. Yeah. Submit your your best talks to our TikTok. <laughs> I mean, you could get some good ones on there. Yeah. I don't know. All are you, you really? Got, you are you guys have above twenty one? Do... Yes. Yes. So we're uh-huh. we're like like I'm twenty five. I'm like way too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm twenty five too. Yeah, so we're way above twenty one. Yeah, like, I'm twenty four. <laughs> Yeah, we're like we're out of the TikTok era. Like my sister's like three years younger than me, and she's not even in the era. Like it's just I don't I don't get it. Like Vine was cool. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even have an iPhone for Vine. Like I would have been a Viner, but I had an Envy. Right? Like, didn't phone. Vine got like acquired by Twitter, and then they scrapped it or something. I don't yeah. even know. I think it just like it couldn't figure out how to make money, so they like got rid of it, and now like TikTok obviously is making bank. Because, yeah. I mean, these, like, 16-year-olds have, like, bigger houses than, you know, all of our parents combined times 10. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Much. For making... Dance moves, literally. Like... Wop. <laughs> just wop dances. <laughs> just... Yeah, just dab. Know. Literally, <laughs> yeah. just, like, dab. 100 grand. 100 grand. Every dab, just, like, 100 grand. Like, it's just and insane. And, like, I was watching this thing on YouTube the other day about how these TikTokers who made it big have managers. 
and they have yeah. like a guest house and like there's a whole like little cult of them it and th there's multiple cults it's sort of yeah. like there's like the bloods versus the crips of tiktok <laughs> the they, don't, they wouldn't even know what that is they wouldn't even know what that is like they literally wouldn't. like we're just we're not even that old they're just mm -hmm. so young well, I did hear that TikTok is a good place to get discovered for music. Because, like, if your song makes it on the trending on TikTok, then You're in. get ready. And it doesn't even have to be, like, a new song of yours. It could be, like, an old song. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, someone could just be like, oh, sick. I'm going to, like, you know, do dabs all over this wub song. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Or, like, just um, pay an influencer to put one of your songs in their TikToks. And then there you go. It's a tempting, it's a tempting campaign to run with a budget. But it's mm -hmm. like, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. But the algorithm is also kind of fucked. Mm -hmm. It's a toss. It's, it's a total toss up. Total toss up. Because there's random TikToks that we've posted that like mm -hmm. will randomly get so many likes and views, and we're like, it wasn't even that good. We're like um, doing yeah. a jig at the Excision show and like put Psytrance <laughs> over it. That's <laughs> funny though. And then we made like an actual edit of Tomorrowland, the music festival, like a little, like a legit mm -hmm. 30 second after movie, but it was like the sickest drops that I collected from my GoPro and just compiled it into a sick video. That didn't even get a lot of traction. Like you got like 18 views or something. <laughs> yes. It's like they knew that you tried on it. Like they were like, you know what? You guys tried really hard on this. So for that reason, we can't let this blow up. You know? Yeah, exactly. You I mean, I out, like a shitty phone me. video and upload it. They're like, oh, this is it. This mm -hmm. is the, this is, this is the next thing. Yeah, they love it. No, and then we literally took a break from it for like a month or two. And then we finally uploaded something which wasn't even that good. Mm -hmm. That most recent video that we posted. And then that, again, got like 500 likes. And we hadn't posted in like a month or two. They'll literally get you. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, oh, they'll give you a bunch of views mm -hmm. and a bunch yeah. of likes so that you can get back into that rabbit hole. It's like gambling. Posting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. They let you win only to make you lose. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't put it past the Chinese, honestly. Well, it didn't get banned, so like we're stuck with it now. That's true. Didn't some company acquire it? Oh, the I don't US know. Share? I don't know. I have to do some research. I, hope, I don't know either. I hope they did and they delete it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I know. I, <laughs> I guess not. I hope. I wish the best for all those kids, and I don't want them to. Right. Like, I don't wish them any ill will, but like, yeah. I'd prefer the app didn't exist, if I'm honest. It's just Same. It's one more mm -hmm. platform for me to consider using. It's just another thing. Ugh, it's a you lot know? to keep up with. Yeah. And can we can we stop posting on Facebook already? Like I'm I'm done with that one. No one even cares, mm -hmm. but I feel obligated to do so. Some brands aren't even promoting their Facebooks anymore. Like at the bottom of their email campaigns, they just leave it off. Yeah, it's straight up not there. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Who knows? YouTube yeah. for the win. That is the best one of all yes. of them. Yes. Yes, everyone catch us on YouTube. If you've made it this far, you probably have already subscribed. But if not, pound that subscribe button down below. <laughs> pound that. <laughs> That's the best. That's way better than smash. Pound. <laughs> Stomp that subscribe button. So Eric, where can people where can people find you for everyone who's listening right now? Name I was your, a really all your good. Socials. No, this is easy now. It's all at Sweet Teeth Music. Yeah, it's really easy. I did the thing and I got them all the same. So it's at Smart. Sweet Teeth Music. Even TikTok is at Sweet Teeth Music. Mm -hmm. Marketing genius. Yeah, just one word for all of them. We so, love yeah. to see it. Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And for everyone who is listening, just please stay safe. 
wash those hands, all you headbangers out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and please brush your teeth. <laughs> Always. We know. It's so important. Please brush your teeth. What's even more important is get a new toothbrush every few weeks. Like yeah. as often as you can. Yeah, now it, that you're yeah. washing your hands, brush them teeth too, all right? Mm-hmm. See, everyone's all worried about the hands. What about the teeth? What about from, the teeth? From the sweet tooth himself. Mm-hmm. It's all my rider. Every show I get a new toothbrush. Really? Yeah, it's really important. So if I leave with anything, it's as much as my music is going to make your teeth rot, don't let them rot. Brush them. Use mouthwash. Amen, Amen brother. Amen. Even floss. Noted. So next oh. time you, so whenever you visit Denver, we'll, we'll make sure to provide you a new toothbrush. Get a four pack and then you guys could have some too. <laughs> I'm down. Costco. Yeah. 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 We'll actually have Dubstep FBI branded toothbrushes. That's perfect. Then, so. Yeah, you can look forward to that. I'm with it. I like it. (laughs) All right. Well, it was great chatting with you, Eric. Hey, same to you guys. Yeah, have a great evening. And again, everyone, if you haven't already, subscribe. And we'll see you at the next rave.